Hey guys, do y'all think that books are making a comeback? Books? Yeah. I don't think they ever went away. No, I know, but I'm saying like... So no. Do you think... But no, 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 but like... There's think, a dead period. Yeah, do you think they're making a comeback? Books? Yeah. Did something happen to where they lost some credibility? Yeah, like, <laughs> what do you think about like... They're trending again? Which is like, yeah, I feel like Netflix and video games and stuff like that really put books on the on the back on, burner. On their, ba- on their heels? What if people don't like books? Hey everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. I'm your co-host, Parker Moon. Get over here! <laughs> I'm Brad Irvin. I'm your co-host, Daniel Phillips. Every time Brett does a weird one, I <laughs> yeah, we got it. There's a reference one. to my uh, to your short, short story, story for the day. I cannot wait. Uh, well, this is a book club podcast where uh, three dum dums <laughs> go over one book a month, um, and this is a new month and a new book. Mm-hmm. We are talking about uh, When the Stars Go Dark by Paula McLean, and I'm super excited. Uh, Probably it's our most upbeat book yet. Happiest <laughs> book yet. It's a thriller murder mystery. Um, and it doesn't pull any punches. So a little bit of a trigger warning. We all have black eyes. So yeah, new book. But before we dive into that, let's uh, hear some short stories. I would love to do short stories. All right. You can go first. Me first? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um, got him. There's so much uh, I feel like that happened on my week of vacation. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cram it all in. Uh, nice and compact, but it was a really great vacation. Yeah, so to start, you went on vacation. To start, I went on vacation. I yeah. went to the beach with uh, my wife and um, our, our my in laws, and it was just absolutely wonderful. Tons of rest and relaxation. Uh, I read a bunch of books, which was great. I finished uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, started House in the Australian Sea, and finished uh, Midnight Sun. So nice. Lo- <laughs> it's a great reading week. Did you like yeah. Hitchhikers? I did. It's I very was funny. very charming, what very funny. Yeah. All right. Now the listeners have never heard you talk about Midnight Sun because remember the last time you were just talking to us. Oh right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Midnight Sun, the Twilight. No, the no, no. Twilight book. No, I didn't read that. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. Um. Sorry, I was just checking. I thought I I, mi- I must have missed her. Yeah, you missed her. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Also, uh, we took an impromptu trip to Disney. Uh, which was super exciting. It was only like an hour and a half away from where we were staying. And so we got to go to Galaxy's Edge, which is the Star Wars world. And it was awesome. And I bought lightsabers or we bought lightsabers and just lived out like our nerdiest dreams. And it was just the best. Nice. And then also, also, we got to watch the SpaceX launch. uh, What time was that? At 545 a.m. So we woke up and went onto the porch of the little condo that we were staying at and looked over the coast. And sure enough, we saw a flaming ball shoot into the sky and we had the light feed going on it was awesome and i actually uploaded those videos to our book talk if you want to see um a little bit of what i saw but yeah that's my story i could have seen it if if i'd gone outside huh because i was watching from here yeah apparently could because there's a guy that posted on i forget which social media and he was like in greenville i think and he posted something about seeing like it was, he said it was only for like a minute, a couple minutes, mm-hmm. but he saw the flash. Do you think when I go outside at night and look at the moon, Elon Musk is looking at the same moon? Um, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, what did you do? For your I 
This is this is a little mini series that okay. I'm going to call um, "Mindless Movie Madness." Ma- mindless Movie Madness. Nice. I came up with that and I told Parker before, and he was just reminding me. <laughs> yeah, it's Mindless Movie Madness. Um, and so last time we reported on uh, God's Lizard vs. Monkey. Lizard vs. Monkey. Godzilla v Kong, and we watched it. Turns out, his lizard. Yeah, lizard. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler alert. Ay, that's a spoiler. Sorry. We'll never find out. We don't know which. Know. There could have been another villain. Who knows? Who's to that's say? my report. Who's to say? <laughs> it's a good report. The newest one, the next up in the Mindless Movie Madness, TMTM, made by me and only me, is uh, the new Mortal Kombat movie. I heard it was PG, family-friendly. Um, you can write all this down because this is this is truth. Watch, watch it with your kids. Um, no blood, no. no guts, no fighting. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, crazy. Who would have thought? Yeah, it's like um, nothing like the video game. It's actually it's a rom com. Re- okay, yeah. No, Dan's no, actually Dan, so. Dan has seen it. Yeah, I, did, I did watch it. We haven't seen it. Is yet. there is there a love story in it? Um. I would not say there's a love story. Does Shao Kahn and and uh, Sub Zero finally get together? No. Give the fans what they want. They set it up for the sequel. I heard. Give the yes, fans what they want. They Spoiler alert: They set it up that they set up their love for the sequel. I feel like Scorpion and Jax mm-hmm. have chemistry. Do you think Scorpion Jax like? Walks in and Scorpion says, get over here and like pulls him in bed. Pulls him in every time. You know, I just listed <laughs> off the, I think the only four Mortal Kombat characters. I hey, remember. you did good. Cause I'm, I'm pretty sure they're all in this movie. There's a lot in this movie and it, it's, it's a Mortal Kombat movie. And so they, um, if you don't know anything about Mortal Kombat, you'll have no clue. What's then going you're probably on. skipping through but, this part of the episode because they always like introduce the characters like you've known them your entire life, yeah. which is just Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we all have, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. we grew up with them. <laughs> I actually, I mean, kind of did play a lot of Mortal Kombat as a kid. Do you think there's a big overlap with book readers and Mortal Kombat players? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Dan's a big book reader, and he's a probably the biggest Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not if I'm not consuming Mortal Kombat content spelled with a K, then he's I'm having reading. a terrible time. Yeah. And he's reading it. If he's not doing either of those, he's having a bad time. Yeah, but yeah there's your mindless movie madness report. Nice. It's good. Um next time we'll probably bring up Fast and Furious Nine because <laughs> they just released a trailer for nice. it. Nice. All right. I love um, this. Looking forward to that. So yeah. I'll hit you. I'll see you next week. This is Brett's movie watch. This is my movie watch. Keeping us updated. On a book podcast. It's <laughs> good. Um, so my week, or my short story, so I was invited to a lake house uh, two days ago. By Gus? No, by my mom. Callback to the last book. Yeah, yeah. I did drink white Russians at a lake house, nice. just like in Petrie. Of course. So I was invited to a lake house. Uh, my mom and uh, my stepdad went to a lake house for the week, and they said, hey, come on up. Spend a day with us. So I took Wednesday off from work, and I drove up to the lake house. Where was it? It was uh, Lake Sinclair in Georgia. Oh, cool. Um, so actually, I drove up Tuesday night after work, stayed around to like early afternoon on Wednesday and came back. But I want to paint the picture for you but my tuesday night looked like because it was a weird experience 
So um, for starters, we drank a lot of White Russians, and mm-hmm. we played Monopoly and Scattergories at 2 o'clock in the morning. Nice. Wow. So that's how the night ended, with Scattergories ending at 3 a.m., and I go to bed. My bedroom is um, right next to, like, the woods, kind of. And the entire, it's a pretty small room. Over half of the wall next to the bed is a window with no blinds. Oh, God. And then directly behind the headboard is another window with no blinds. Oh, my God. Were you able to sleep? And then directly in front of the bed is a big mirror so you can see the window (laughs) behind you. Nice. So... I'm already really freaked out. I have to have blinds closed when I sleep. I can't sleep if blinds are open. And I'm on the... He can't podcast with blinds open. (laughs) I can't do it. So it's a really creepy room. I'm kind of freaked out. The biggest reason it's creepy to me is when I got there, it was already pitch black. So I have no clue, like... I have no mental image of what's around You don't know your surroundings. Yeah, which like... In my head, I'm like, oh, this is just really creepy. Because if you're going to like Jason Bourne out of there, you need to know what you're doing. So... I go to sleep. I try to go to sleep. I can't really sleep. I'm kind of freaked out. Um, I hear this scream at 3.30 in the morning. Just this blood-curdling scream. You're lying right now. I hear a scream at 3.30 in the morning. I get really freaked out. I pop up from my bed. The scream was like outside. Oh my I heard it God. like outside. This is well, I'm, super... glad it, I'm glad it wasn't inside. So This is really fitting for the book that we're so reading. So I was going to say, I had not started the book yet because I just started it reading these parts last night because I didn't get it in the mail. If I had started reading this book, I I don't know if I would have been able to sleep. Imagine if you were no reading, kidding. like so in the middle of reading it. Basically, my night ended. The bathroom in this room has no windows. Uh-huh. At Five o'clock in the morning of me still not going to sleep, been just laying awake for two hours. You laid in the bed. Didn't know what the scream was. I texted my mom when I heard it and was like, hey, are you guys okay? Didn't get any response and they were 100% awake. So I was really freaked out. Also a little tipsy. So I don't think that was helping. So I took my blanket off the bed, took my pillow, went and I slept for two hours in the floor of the bathroom because I was so scared of this window. And then at seven o'clock in the morning, when it was daylight, I went back outside of the room and fell asleep on the bed. Oh my God. I found out my mom lost her phone, so she went outside three thirty in the morning to get her phone that she left on and the that dock. That was her scream. She left on the dock. Coming back inside, it was just a bug. She just saw a bug. <laughs> oh my God. On the back porch and lost it. Oh my God! So that was like a close scream too. Yeah, it was like like it. It jolted me away. Yeah, dude. I don't know how you even like went to. The, I would have like looked around the whole house and like. Or, I like, I I was so scared. I didn't even want to like leave because I knew, like after I heard it, like I heard, uh, mom and Kevin's door shut. So I'm like, someone's in that room. I don't know if it's my mom. So Kevin. <laughs> Wait. So let me get this straight. Your instincts were when you hear a female scream uh-huh. close by. Uh-huh. You know your mom's yeah. around. Yeah. Deep in the woods alone. I didn't know she was in the woods. No, no, no. I'm saying, oh, but like, house. but like yeah. in the house, you didn't think like, hey, maybe I should go check on my mom. Well, real quick. that's the thing. I like, I heard them. He texted her. Like, I heard them talking still. God, you're brave. So I heard them talking still. Well, only she can answer. That. I heard the scream. I heard like mom and Kevin talking afterward. Uh-huh. That's why I texted them, but I didn't get a response. So I was like, what? Like, what did I just hear? Yeah. And I kept imagining just like a head 
in the window behind oh me looking God. down in that mirror. The um, mental image I have is scary. Sorry, I'm, I'm going really along on this. Um, but the, the second part of my short story, I'll make it really short because uh, it's a throwback to our uh, one of our last episodes. I explained my perfect date mm-hmm. about like going downtown and walking and like going to like a comedy show. And my wife and I just exchanged our anniversary gifts and she doesn't really listen but she listened to that episode and she bought us two tickets to a comedy show for our anniversary Nicole you're awesome that was uh well done that's my short story Dan I believe you have our recap ready for this week the recap stick is back in my hands okay away from Parker's so let's recap I dodged uh, a bullet. <laughs> yeah, you did. I don't know how you missed it. Let's recap episode one. I just, I just didn't respond in the text group. Oh. <laughs> Smart. Section of <laughs> when the stars go dark. So, oh, yeah. It's the name of our book, by the way. It is. I think we said it. We did. When the no, stars go dark. Murder mystery. Here we go. Recap of part one. Murder so, in all caps. We are following, right now in part one anyway, the present and the past life of Anna Hart, a detective from California. Um, we get flashback chapters uh, every few chapters or so. We learn from the very beginning that there's some terrible accident that happened to Anna's child, and her child is dead, mm-hmm. and it's still a mystery. We don't know what's going on there yet. Uh, we're introduced to Brendan, who is Anna's husband, who's very like pretty much cut ties with Anna because she's been very kind of AFK. Yeah, uh, something happened in the relationship. They haven't really yeah. Gotten so we, into that's that's the two mysteries of like. What's what happened to Brendan? What happened yeah. to the child? So that's what's going on. That's kind of like a pre, uh, the prelude to the book. Um, the book really picks off. Anna moves back to her hometown in Mendocino, California. I had to look up how to say that. Um, she moves into a rental cabin that's in the woods. Uh, terrifying. We get introduced to Hap and Eden, who are uh, Anna's foster parents. Yeah, those are flashbacks too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So any any. Um, any chapter or mention of Happen Eden, those are flashback chapters when Anna's a kid. Um, we also learn the kind of meat of the story about Cameron Curtis. She's an adopted child of a famous TV star that lives in the area, and Cameron has gone missing. Ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah, spooky. Uh, for some reason, Anna's like really hard set on Cameron. She can't stop thinking about it, and then we learn the reason is Did because. The reason of this, when Anna was a child, she had two friends. There were twins, Caleb and Jenny Ford. Jenny goes missing when Anna's around 16 years old. And then five days later, her body is found in a river. Not great. Kind of dark. Um, but Jenny goes missing. Her body is found in a river. And so then Anna becomes a detective and kind of starts Project Searchlight, which deals with uh, missing child cases. I'm assuming because of her experience with Jenny. Mm-hmm. Um Anna stumbles across another childhood, I would say acquaintance. I don't know if they're friends. Um, he's the sheriff of the town. His name is Will Flood, uh, not to be confused with his brother, Won't Flood. <laughs> I wrote that in my notes, by the way. I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, so gosh. Will's the sheriff of this the town. This is what we've been missing in our recaps. <laughs> Will's the sheriff of the town, and he's also <laughs> in charge of the Cameron case. Um, him and Anna discuss the case a lot. She gets more details about kind of uh, what's going on with Cameron. She starts having like really vivid nightmares about Cameron. Cameron. So she goes to Will. She wants to be put on the case. When she goes to Will's office at the sheriff's department, uh, there's another child missing, Polly Class. Uh, Polly Class has gone missing. She's a 12-year-old that was uh, different from Cameron. Cameron just vanished, and Polly was 
straight up kidnapped, like mm-hmm. from her own home. The the question is, is it the same guy? Is it two different things happening in this town? What's going on? And then we end with Anna and Will going to the Curtises. The Curtises are Cameron's parents, adopted family. Uh, Troy Curtis is really defensive with all of Anna's questioning. He gets really frazzled. Because he's a douchebag. <laughs> he kind of is, isn't he? And then Emily Curtis is the mom slash TV star. Uh, she gives a little bit more insight of the family life, and they're going through some, like, Mirror marriage problems. marriage trouble, which could have caused Cameron to, like, kind of flip a switch because and run away. Because she's adopted. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cameron is adopted. And so um, they're going through some, like, marriage trouble, and then they think that might be the reason Cameron has run away, yeah. they hope, and not, like, kidnapped. Right. So there's a very... Uh, Roundabout recap. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was good. That's what we got. Yeah, I'm I'm really liking it so far. I don't know. Like yeah. at first, with all the uh, jumping around with like the the past and present, mm-hmm. it was kind of a little bit of like whiplash trying it was a to figure jarring. out right, like where we were in the story and what was going on. But as soon as it got to like the case part of it with Cameron Curtis and very good, and also like how her story aligned with her being in foster care and her like feeling like she's got to learn to survive on her own it's very similar yeah and she gives me big olivia vincent vibes from uh law and order svu and so i'm excited that's my mental picture right now (laughs) um i'll say i'm also really enjoying it um this author's writing is really good oh yeah i really like her writing out of the the two books we've read so far like i flew through these Mm -hmm. like Pretty much read it in one sitting because yeah. I was really hooked into the writing, and we're not even into like suspenseful stuff yet. Right. So I'm re- I'm actually really excited. Right. Yeah. Um, she well, she's laying like breadcrumbs of suspense. A lot of breadcrumbs. Because um, like e- even in that recap, I left out a lot of characters, but they introduced like fifteen characters. Yeah. That brings us into a little segment I'd like to do for uh <laughs> for this book. <laughs> okay. It's a little, uh, yeah, let me, let me do a little intro real quick. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Bum, 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 bum. And welcome to this week on Who Did That Murder? <laughs> Wait, I love this. Our contestants this week are Parker and Dan. Come on down, guys. Oh, wow. That's actually right. really good. And they're dancing. We're Yay. dancing in between. Yeah, I feel like I'm on Price is Right right yeah, now. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm, that and like. That was a good intro. Years. Actually. I actually do have like a guest though. I'm um, so excited. Well, we Wait. don't really need to even do the. Well, we can we can do the game show, but no, the game show. Do the game show. Always um, do the game show. Okay, let's do the game show then. Yes. All right. <laughs> Our first question. <laughs> I love this guy. Who is the killer, and why is it Caleb? <laughs> <laughs> Buzz, 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 buzz. Parker buzzed in. Parker, what's your response? Oh, by the way, my name's Ship Shepley. Ship Shepley. I love this guy. Your host of... Um, I, I, it's I, Caleb. I, Caleb gives 100%. Me. He's kind of creepy, right? Okay, obviously she could be selling us... She could be, you know, sending us down one path, just like throwing us off. Yeah. Early, he's my early leader. He's creepy in his conversation. He literally says, he's like, oh, oh, are you here to to find that girl? And she goes, no, not right now. He's like, good. I mean, like, for you. Right, It's like, come on. And I I didn't mention that in the recap. There's, like, 
Caleb moves right. back into the town right. for reasons unknown. And he could be, like, his trauma could be related to his sister disappearing. <laughs> so he could have latent, like, psychological yeah. issues. Right. And it also, here we are, could have been him that did that to Jenny because no, they never found what happened to I her. I would be lying if I said I didn't even think about that. They never said what happened to her. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So he could let's, be the one that did it. Let's play a game. Where Wait, is Ship Shepley the... Is Ship Shepley... Ship, this is the game within the game. Can Ship Shepley host? Yes. That Was that Ship Shepley? Yeah, <laughs> I've like already Shepley. lost it. Um, we're detectives okay. on the case. Okay? Move out of the way, Anna Louise Hart. Ship I concur. I concur. You concur. Okay. So <laughs> let's list out possible suspects right now from what we've read. Caleb. Who we think it could be. So Caleb's, we have Caleb. Caleb, we got number my, one. The dad. My other breadcrumb. The dad. Close. The mom. Ooh. I was like, there's a reason. She wants to get back to acting. I said, there's a reason she's a TV star. Like, there's got to be a reason. Like, Because she's a murderer. All TV stars are murderers. She can act her way through Ooh. questioning. Because there was a she's point when she was questioning where she was like, the mom is really Wait. upset by this. And I'm like, she's an actor. So She could be faking this whole thing. So she is afraid. She thinks having the daughter is pushing her husband away. So the daughter is the issue. And so to, if she gets rid of the daughter, she can have her... her Acting career and her husband back. She can have her husband back. Wow. She can, have, she her husband, she can have her husband love her again. Wow. Okay, okay. So we got... We so have, she gets rid of the kid. We have Caleb. We have Caleb. We yeah. have... Emily. Emily, Emily Curtis. We have... Tro I feel like Troy's got to be on the list as of right now just because he's a douche. Who's <laughs> Troy? The husband. The husband. The, the husband. dad. The dad. Okay. Um, let's, let's also put, I would like to put forward Will Flood as a possible. Will Flood. So he was also, that's true. he was also around when yeah, Jenny was. he was around. He was the he was other, around. Yeah, he's he was not the related part to of the her. group. Um, I think she mentioned that everyone had a crush on. Jenny. Jenny growing yep. up. Yep. Yeah, everyone did. Um, and then he's still in town. Yeah. Uh, also he had a. You know, his dad was involved with all the murder cases. Yeah. He could have brought that home. This is all, of course, conjecture. Uh, it's all yeah. speculation. But I want to keep a, r a running oh, list yeah, of yeah. suspects. And as we go, it, you know, Hercule Poirot style, we keep, are going to... Keep we, it updated. We, we, yes, exactly. Put on our detective goggles. Whip out the... Microphone. Magnifying glass. Magnifying glass. <laughs> I said binoculars. Parker said... What microphone. Said? Well, microphone. we are podcasters. Um, and... Yeah, we're... Podcasters who use binoculars too. Yeah, I want to solve this crime alongside of Anna Louise Hart. Yeah. So, here's my theory uh -huh. of how this. There obviously this is a pretty obvious theory. She spent a lot of time in these first chapters talking about her like woodsmanship yes. and how Hap taught her how to survive in yep. the woods, and she talks about it a lot. Yep. The story is going to end up with her having to chase somebody into the wilderness or be chased into the wilderness and out-survive somebody oh. while being chased with Ooh. no backup. Yeah, because there's... And she's going to have to fight them off. She hasn't had to use survival skills yet. Yeah, which she is clearly incredible she at do. because she literally breaks down everything. Yeah. Because she was also... We mentioned she was adopted and Hap was a big outdoorsman and taught her all this stuff and that was like one of their big... He was like a really good figure in her life and we're, we're kind of in the middle of that timeline too because happened eden are gone right eden mm -hmm. got sick who, who was it who uh who was talking to anna and said the the thing about like it's the people who are right under your nose who are the most dangerous frank. was it frank 
Or he, that was Hap. I, th- I feel like it was Hap. Is that Hap? I feel Hap like Frank. Hap. Frank is her her old boss, her officer, yeah. right? Her, d- her old her like detective. Boss. So so uh, uh, so so Paula McLean writing that in made me think that um, it's right here. Unless that's a red herring. That yeah, that it's gonna be someone close to her. Yeah. And it's gonna be someone who potentially she has. A, like a, a she, you know, someone she should ought to trust, which also, is why she's back to Caleb. Very Ca- Caleb and and Will. I feel like I feel Caleb's, like Caleb's too, the I red feel like Caleb's too obvious. Agreed. But like his dad, they talk about his dad being like a shut in and yeah. like a hermit. Yeah. So he may have had some. Yeah. So let, let's issues. talk about let's talk about motives. So Caleb could have uh, done seems creepy. Yeah. But he also went through the tragic death of his sister at a young age. Which he could have had, been the one to do. And yeah. had a bad childhood under his weird yeah, kind dad. of eclectic death. Which is kind of which obviously makes him a clear so in what like you said, he's probably the red herring because a lot of that can lead into issues as an adult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think that Will is just as likely because one, he knows how to to get away with this kind of stuff. Also, he's if the he's one been people, around, he's the one people trust, right? And he's been on the case and not really found any clues. This yeah. could be a really easy way for him to cover up stuff. He knows cop procedurals. You know, he he like knows the, this. The prints were conveniently smudged. There yeah. was no camera footage. Right. For leaving. And if he had a crush on Jenny, who's to say that he didn't commit that murder and then he have this? this demon inside him this whole yeah. time. Um, um, I will say something about Will. Mm-hmm. And I laughed because I thought I, it was funny. And I think I'm funny. Um, in the flashback, Can't wait. in the flashback chapter, um, when Jenny goes missing, Anna says, will Sheriff Flood be on the case? And I said, it's interesting that Will Flood's middle name is Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> Will Sheriff Flood. Will Sheriff Flood. <laughs> Don't you love it when comedians start off all their jokes by saying, I think this is funny and I think I'm funny? Will Sheriff Flood the, the case? W- what Dan didn't tell you guys is the two tickets that his wife got him it's for the anniversary is to his own show. I'm, I'm really excited for you to go to that show. Take yeah. notes. Screw you. Bring some back to the podcast. Yeah, bring some back. Just go Just go with an open mind. How did you guys not read Will Sheriff Flood and think, is that his middle name? It was name? read to me because I'm using the audiobook, so I probably didn't catch okay. it. And no, I obviously, I, I do think that's funny. Dan, as you mentioned, I'm not as funny as you are. <laughs> I'm not funny. I don't think anyone is. Oh god! After that joke, no. Um, yeah, Caleb Red Herring is probably a safe bet. I feel like we've done a pretty pretty good, solid detective work so far, yeah. guys. Tip of the cap. <laughs> I'm taking my pipe out as you speak. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm I'm doing that thing that people do with their mustaches where they like twiddle it near the part that's waxed at the end. Everybody yeah. does that with their mustache. I feel like all, I feel like every inspector has a curly mustache. Yeah. Just or some sort of mustache. Just Clouseau? Oh, spoilers for a later discussion topic. Does Anna Hart? She does. She wears she a fake mustache. Yeah, when she's on the case. She wears one of the, the glasses with the fake nose and mustache, yeah. and she twirls it. And they're like, Anna, we know that's you. <laughs> like, also, it's plastic. You're just snapping it in half. She's got to be not a disguise. She carries a bunch with her, because so, she, she constantly s- snaps off the mustaches. Okay, so good detective, solid detective work so far. Let's take this into another, another direction. You're murdered. Okay. Who do you want? Which detective? We can't because we're murdered. Okay. Question answered. Okay. But 
you you're murdered, but you're suspicious that you're about to be murdered. So you and hire someone. Y- yes, you hire someone in advance to solve the murder of Daniel Phillips or Brett Irvine or Parker Moon. Who do you want to solve your murder? Go. Out um, of all the famous detectives, real or fake? Um, it's a good question. I mean, Olivia Benson's always a good answer. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. Anna is an Olivia Benson type. Mine's probably pretty similar. Uh, Ice tea. Is it going to be Mr. Bean? Is he a detective? Is he a detective? <laughs> going to be. Okay. All right. New role. I can so, afford. Okay. You can afford. Wait. <laughs> I don't think that's the question you want to ask. Is would he be a good detective? He'll solve it. Okay. Well, Dan. No one knows who killed Dan. What about you, Parker? <laughs> it, was, it was Mr. Bean. <laughs> I, I hired want, Mr. Bean. Uh, to the greatest me. cover up. I want a uh, a detective Pikachu. Adrian Monk. Oh, it's a good answer. Detective Pikachu? Yes. Yeah, detect- I, guys, I got time. Voiced by Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, of course. Obviously. Detective Pikachu mm-hmm. team up Ooh, okay. with... Perry oh, the Platypus. Perry the Platypus. Are you serious? Is that what you were going to yes, say? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Th- I thought that, too. I-, I thought Perry. Okay. But I went Mr. Bean instead. Okay, well, honestly, Detective Pikachu Perry the, Perry the Platypus. Well, that's a Dr. Doofenshmirtz is going to have something to say about that. <laughs> Uh, Perry stopped Doofenshmirtz a hundred percent of the time, so I'm not even worried. <laughs> well, I, that's a very good answer. I like that. Yeah, we kind of got an animal buddy cop. Movie yeah, 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 I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. I I went through kind of a list of just, you know famous detectives because like I wonder you know obviously people are gonna go with Sherlock, the basic the ones. Answers. Sherlock. I kind of Mr. had. I kind of had a <laughs> Hercule Poirot. Yeah, the Poirot. Um, uh, uh, Knives Out, Detective Benoit Blanc. Yeah, Benoit Blanc. That, I, that's what I was almost said. That's a good one. Um, but then I thought about Detective Pikachu, and you got Miss Marple, who is is yeah, Agatha, Christie's Agatha Christie's other big detective. Mm-hmm. So I, I just figured I'd just throw out a few, and we'd we'd for my part we'd analyze whether they could solve this case. Mm-hmm. My main one would probably okay. So I'm gonna give my answer first. It would probably be. It would probably be... Have you guys ever seen Murder, She Wrote? No. I guarantee your parents probably have either seen it or heard of it. Okay. It's a show that's been around for a long time. Um, it's the the main character's name is Jessica Fletcher. It's just this older lady who is a novelist. She solves she solves crimes. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the... It's lo- like Castle. There's like 9,000 episodes of that show. <laughs> parents, you know what show I'm talking about. It comes on like... Turner Classic Movie, not movies, but like mm-hmm. all, it's just like, it's, I don't know the era that it was made in. It looks mm-hmm. like it was like 70s or 80s when it started. Mm-hmm. But it's just like a cool, badass old lady solving crimes. And there's been like 9,000 episodes. So like she clearly gets the job done. She gets the job so done. So it's got to be Jessica Fletcher from Murder She Wrote. I love that. Someone, someone one. reach out to us. Yeah. Let me know if that was a good pick because I feel like that's a great pick. That's pretty spot on. But yeah. I'm going to run down. Here's a few. Here, here's a few honorable other honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. So who else would be better to Hardy solve? Hardy Boys. 
Correct, Dan. You're going in the right place. It's the Hardy I was Boys. Say, who else would be good at solve at solving child murder or child crime than children? Exactly. So let's go with the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys are so Nancy good. Nancy Drew. Such a good one. Nancy Drew. How did I not think of Hardy Boys? I'm so mad at myself. I almost said the cast of not the cast, the actual characters in the TV show Riverdale. Because there's been a lot of murder, and they've solved a lot of Hello, it. Hello, Veronica Mars? Veronica Mars! Veronica Mars? How did I not think of Veronica Mars? Um, we've got Adrian Monk, obviously. Monk's a good one. From Monk. we got Sean Spencer from Psych. Also Did you guys ever watch Psych? Psych yeah. is so good. Yeah, he'd, he'd be goofy and funny while doing it. Bruce Wayne. Shout out um, Seth. Parker's brother-in-law, Seth. Does he's he a big like psych. Psych? Yeah, he's oh. a big psych fan. Nice. I'm, I think. Okay. Seth, if I got that wrong, I'm an idiot, but I thought you were a psych fan. I'm pretty no, sure Sean, he is. No, Sean Spencer. Sean Spencer over here. You've got Inspector Clouseau from the Pink Panther movies. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great one. And Bird Spurts. Mag- um, Magnum P.I. You got that mustache working on the case? Mm. Our parents are going to know what that one is Tom as well. Tom- hey. I know things. Nice. Tom Selleck. I saw this one on here and I laughed. <laughs> For all you Bones fans out there, Temperance <laughs> Brennan. Temperance. From Bones. I've never watched <laughs> Emily Deschanel. Episode I, I low-key hate Temperance Brennan <laughs> from Bones. <laughs> oh, that was great. Is that Jessica a, Jones. Is that her name? Marvel? Oh, Jessica Jones is good. Her name in the show is Temperance Brennan. <laughs> Temperance Brennan. Temperance yeah. Brennan. They call her Bones. Yeah. Because she, she's an anthropologist. Than, that's better than temperance. Yeah, bones. Um, Jessica Jones. And obviously, I thought this is what you were going to say. I loved your pick. Mm-hmm. I probably liked your pick better because this one I kind of saw coming. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. The world's greatest detective. world's greatest detective. Who else? <laughs> I don't know if he'd do great in the... I mean, I guess he could sneak around the woods. There's not a whole lot of buildings to like grapple onto. The trees are... Wait, why am I going to be killed in the woods? We don't know where we're going. We're, we're just, I'm just in the setting of this book. Ah, oh, gotcha. Speaking of the world's greatest detective, um, I've detected an author's note in the room. Parker, <laughs> do you have that? Wow, that was great. I loved it. Yeah, I have a quick author's note. Um, so this came from a Booktopia article uh, that, that they were interviewing uh, Paula McLean. And um, she, she was asked, you know, how, what advice do you give to aspiring writers? And I really liked her quote. She just said, to read deeply and obsessively in a genre you're writing in, to stick with it no matter how many times you're told no. Because at the end of the day, commitment and scrappiness are qualities you can take to the bank. And I just thought that was really charming. And yeah. I like that idea of like, work at it, be scrappy, be committed. Make that money. Make that money. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was that was great. Yeah. So nice. kudos, Paul McLean, And Thanks, we're excited Paula. to read more about you. We're gonna keep reading this, out, and then we're just gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take our experience from this book to the bank. Take it to the podcast bank. I'm really excited for part two of this book. Like, I want to read two, three, it and four. Yeah, no, yeah. I, no, I know. Just you like, I'm, we're gonna stop on a cliffhanger at some point. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna get really upset oh, yeah. by it. Speaking of stopping and cliffhangers, um, let's talk about what chapters we're reading next. So for part two, we're going to get a little bit heavier in the reading. It's going to be a little bit longer. Um, so we're going to read from chapters 18 to 39. And close out part two. And close out yeah. part two in the book. Awesome. And then we'll save part three and part four for yeah. the next episode. I have a feeling it's going to be hard to put this book Because part two is going to end on a cliffhanger. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think, I mean, every everything, I feel like every part about the book is just going to make me want to read more. Yeah. She, she's a very good author already. I can oh, just, yeah. yeah. Her writing's great. 
But yeah, so 18 through 39, read till you get to part three, and then we'll uh, do another episode on that. Yeah, and send in, send nice. in notes, send in thoughts. Um, you know, we want y'all to be a part of the discussion, part of the podcast. Uh, send in who you think done it. Um, if you want to help us solve help this Ship murder, <laughs> help Ship Shepley, help us solve this murder before Anna Hart. Uh, but don't wait, hang on. Don't read ahead and then act like you yeah. guessed you it all. Cheaters. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do us dirty. I can't confirm, but Ship Shepley might be back for some yeah, updated game really shows. About it. People could just like spoil the book. Yeah, which is fine. I trust, <laughs> hey, you know yeah, what? I, I, I we, trust you Yeah, guys. we trust our listeners. I trust our listeners with my life. What if what if you what if our listeners include Caleb? I feel and, like Caleb's not the and, murderer. Or Will. Will's definitely the or murderer. Or Emily. Or Troy. Okay, what if what if Anna's the murderer? Troy from high school musical is the killer. Who? Anna? I know we she already had be. I know we already had a discussion, but uh one final thought. Jenny died in what? The river. Uh-huh. River someone named River. Uh-huh. River and Phoenix. What's a, what's a flood? Will oh, <laughs> it was right Whoa. there. Both, it's right dude. under your nose. Both kind of water related. <laughs> that was my brain exploding. <laughs> Both water adjacent yeah. things. Well, with that, let's go ahead and dam it up. Oh, okay. Let's bookmark it there with the dam. <laughs> let's bookmark it there. Put Man, our, our transitions are on point. Put our uh, uh, detective goggles away. What do detectives use? Monocles. Trench coats? Monocles? Yeah. No. For rivers? Put our put our trench coats away. Put our smoking pipes away. Put our smoking pipes away. Throw away the magnifying glass. Let's bookmark it there. Special shout out to Jacob Robinson for the intro and outro music as always, and Maddie Moon for the awesome artwork. Thank for you, our thank podcast. you, thank you. We nice. know who did those, and it's Jacob and Maddie. That's no, that's no mystery. <laughs> that's no, no mystery. mystery. And never forget. And always remember. The real mystery. Were the, the ones were the we solved together. Were the clues Will Flood laid out along the way. Or Caleb. Or Anna. Or, or Troy. Or Emily. Who is Troy? The, the husband. husband. We've told you this twice. Gosh. This episode. Did you read? <laughs> Troy?